All right, and we're back. Welcome back to the Kohler Show. I'm your host, Kohler. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, follow, whatever. Um, anything you can do to help out the show. Just, you know how to do it. You know how algorithms work. Make it happen. Um, today is Monday, November 21st. And we are... I'm going to, I decided to do kind of like a origin story or at least a catch up as to where I'm at personally right now. Um, so I think it's kind of important to look at, you know, what has led me up to where I am now. And people always ask me, it's not like anybody's going to listen to the fucking episode anyways, but basically what's led to where I'm at now and with this podcast and quitting my job and living in my car and all of this stuff that people don't seem to understand is that it just wasn't worth it to me anymore to do the same thing over and over again every day, which is basically what my job was in corporate America. Now I understand fully that I'm going I, I mean, I'm even applying right now to go back to work because you need to make money. Uh, the show's not making money. I'm not making money doing comedy. Uh, I haven't done anything with acting either, which which are all things that I'm going, I'm working towards and I'm going forward. And in the event a uh, employer is listening to this, uh, I think you should fully realize that, yeah, people have... Uh, desires and dreams and hopes outside of your company that they work for. Now, will those come to fruition? Most of the times they don't, but it's good to have something to look forward to because if not, and you just keep running in the same space, you get to where I was four months ago and it's not a good place to be mentally. And it's not a good place. Honestly, for humans to be in at all, um, and if, if you're a smart person with a working brain that thinks things out, that's where you'll be. Um, so like, yeah, it's the thing that boggles my mind with most managers in corporate America and just most people that love that lifestyle for whatever reason so much is like, they would like die for whatever job they're working, even though they can be fired with one little slip up. So it's like, yeah, you should enjoy where you're working and you should do your best, do the best job you can do no matter what. And like, you should go, you should go above and beyond. You should try and get promoted, but it also, you should like have personal like goals that you want to reach. And those might not always be to be the CEO of the company because only one person gets that job. Um, you may not want to sit in an office your whole life and that's okay. And managers should realize that people in corporate America should realize that, um, that, uh, as cheesy as it sounds, there's more to life than work. Um, and you know, you can do in, and I guess really like the, if you don't make it to be, you know, a famous 
famous, really, an actor, have a podcast that's popular enough, or, you know, whatever you want to do, be it, you know, an artist of some sort, that you should have something on the side that you're doing besides your job that you enjoy doing that you can fall back on and get help you get through the day. Because it's not always going to... I mean, let's... I don't know how you can be so... Uh, I don't know the word you're looking for. I'm working... I'm looking for... Um, it, doing the same thing every day at work, it's going to beat you down eventually. Like, unless you're just, your brain's an Etch-A-Sketch, and every day you just go in like, whoa, I'm back here again. Wow, this is crazy. Um, yeah, you're going to eventually get tired of being in that loop. And when you're tired of being in that loop, those negative thoughts come, and, you know, people are being assholes. Because that's, that's really what, what, it's other people taking their bad day out on you, which makes you, it's a trickle down bad day effect. It's just, you know, a customer is having a shitty day, so they take it out on you, even though there's nothing you can do to change anything or fix anything. And that causes you to have a bad day, which makes you take it out on somebody lower than you, or you take it home and you're, then you're just a dick or you're in a bad mood or you're sad or you're tired. And that's what depression is. So, uh, yeah, basically here's where we are. Uh, after college, I, I know what I wanted to do and I wish they would have just let me do it because I would have been so good. And I wanted to work in the NFL and I applied to 22 of the 32 teams. And it's, it's really a, it's a tough, tough business. It's very competitive and you know, nobody, there's no real way to break in that's, you know, a, a direct path. Like it's not like sales where you go and you get hired by a company, you're top in the sales, you get moved up and then you're a manager and then you move up and you're a senior manager and then you're a VP. It's not, you know, you have to know somebody, you have to get the right internships and networking. And it just, it wasn't for, it, it didn't work out for me. It wasn't in the cards. It's just, I'm good with I'm good with sports. I know I know how football contracts work and I know I can look at talent and I can tell you this guy's going to be good, this guy's going to be bad and most of the times I'm more right than wrong. So, but you know there's a lot of networking that goes into it. It wasn't for me. I end up moving to Austin, Texas, which I could do a whole episode on Austin, Texas. It's this place is like the definition of why capitalism ruins places, but also like capitalism is it's, it's what makes the world go around. <laughs> it's better than socialism, but sometimes it just goes a step too far. And I don't know if there's like a way to fix that, but like play Austin, Texas is dead. Um, so yeah, I moved here. I got, you know, went kind of back into the industry that I, I started in in college where I was, you know, doing a job to pay the bills, but it was like a good, you know, good learning, um, industry. I worked my way up, you know, crushing it. Everybody's telling me I'm crushing it. Uh, but it's just every day is the same day, same day, same day. You do You wake up, you do the same shit. Um, I, you know, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, at my uh, performance reviews when we did have them. For some reason, they stopped doing those. 
uh, you know, it's, oh, you're doing so good. You're doing okay. And then for me, it was, well, what's the next step? Like, where am I going from here? Or am I I just in this shitty position for the rest of time? Is this my life from here on out? Am I just this from, for the rest? Is this my life for the next 40 years until I can, you know, retire, you know, in a little three bedroom, one story house out in the suburbs of Austin, Texas and like, you know, Buda or some shit. And, you know, there was no clear answer. And so you're just going through it every day and, and nobody's really helping you and nothing at where there are issues, nothing's changing and where you're doing good and like crushing it and making more money for the company, you're not making more money yourself. So you're not getting, you're not, there's no clear path to move up. If anything, they were like decreasing how much money I could make. So now I'm, now I'm like, okay, sometimes my paychecks are huge. Sometimes they're not. Um, There's no real way to fucking fix it. There's no real way to change anything. So it's just, you're in this weird space. And so, uh, yeah, one day I just kind of, I would say broke after, you know, a interesting conversation with one of my managers and put in my notice. I gave them a month and a half's notice and they couldn't even schedule a exit interview correctly. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that it was, I didn't really enjoy it per se the work, but you know, I worked with some interesting people. I got, you know, I made a few friends, made a few enemies. That's how it goes, especially in that business. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad to be out, but basically I, I had this whole idea for this, this podcast and a show that I wanted to do and I had two people that were going to help me and like, it's just, it's kind of one of those tough things with being, uh, with having a brain like this is, is I have so many ideas and things I want to do and, and, you know, mentally I want to be in a certain place and physically and, you know, all that and everything I want to be planned out. And then, you know, you just keep hitting these speed bumps and it's like, oh, you're going to have these two people helping you. Oh, okay. Now this one, this one got a girlfriend. Now he doesn't want to do it anymore. Okay. Well, I, I already spent 10 grand on a bus for three people to travel in. Oh, now this guy, you know, he didn't, didn't budget well enough and he doesn't, he can't, you know, he doesn't have enough money anyways. And he's, you know, he's going back. He's, he's going to know going back for work so now you can't do that so so then you're just there by yourself uh you know i have all these ideas i have all this equipment i'm ready to buy and all this stuff that i'm ready to do and I, the whole time everybody's saying do it do it do it do it we'll help you we'll help you we'll help you everything's gonna be great and you're gonna you're gonna make it and that's gonna be th- dude these are such good ideas and uh, you're so funny it'll work and and then and then you get to the end point or you start approaching the end point and you're like okay we need to wrap this. Everybody needs to start making serious moves to be here. And it just doesn't end up that way. And, you know, you put all your trust in other people to, you know, help you do this and help you do that and, and build this and build that. And, uh, and, you know, sometimes people just aren't as committed or don't want the same thing that you want. 
And that can be tough, but, you know, people need to live their lives and it's just kind of how it goes sometimes. It really shows you, I think, that you just kind of have to believe in yourself more than anything and build something yourself before you bring in other people. And then, you know, maybe you are one of the, maybe you are lucky enough to have somebody to come in and help you right away and from start to finish. And it's great. But from what I've learned is I'm just better off on my own. And that's just in life in general. I'm just, you know, it just works better for me to trust what I'm doing and not have to worry about anybody else. Um, a lot of letdowns. So yeah, I, uh, I scrapped all that, scrapped everything that I was going to do, um, with three people and I tried to do it with just me. Um, now it's hard to make a good project product when you have a project that is built around three people and now it's just one person that's only 33%. Holy cow. Um, and, and so what this, this, this whole quitting my job and leaving and, and this whole, I, I planned out this whole trip that was going to change everything. And it was going to be, you know, in my mind, it was going to be the three of our career from here on out. And it was going to be fun and we we're going to do what we wanted to do. And we could, you know, you know, be funny and, you know, talk about sports and, and, you know, make fun of things and laugh and, you know, build an audience, get sponsors, take names. And it just didn't work out that way. So I tried to do it by myself and it was just so, it was overwhelming and it's hard to, you know, I went through some mental lapses where it was like hard to be like, I'm going to put this out there for judgment, not without really any, it it wasn't a good product, I would say. I wasn't, I wasn't good enough. And I still don't think these podcasts are very good. I don't think, you know, obviously the editing is bare bones from, from what I put on the, on YouTube. If you watch, if you watch the episode, it's bare bone. It's very little is put into it. It's just, I'm really just working on having a stream of consciousness that works that I can say out loud and make sense from point A to point B. And I've, I feel like I am improving there and I feel like I am improving as a host per se, which maybe this will lead to something down the line, but all that became so overwhelming to do every day, live in a car, you know, you never know where you're going to sleep. Showers came every once in a while. Food was, you know, a lot of, a lot of fast food and just making meals up. Um, it was just, you know, it's almost like you're not only trying to survive every day and just be like, okay, how am I going to look presentable to be in public? Cause I live in public and, uh, and you know, it's, it's hard to keep like the physical, like it's hard to stay motivated to be in the gym because I would go to the gym, but it's hard to be like, okay, here's the workout routine and not be like, I slept three hours hoping that somebody didn't rob me at a Walmart you know, sleeping in the backseat of my car with um, makeshift window shades and very little airflow, sweating my dick off in Phoenix, Tennessee, or Phoenix, Arizona, Phoenix, Tennessee, holy shit, Phoenix, Arizona. Um, 
So yeah, it became more of as hippie as this sounds, like a spiritual awakening awakening for me. Um going in, you know, I you know, mentally was struggling a little bit and and this this whole trip and this whole it went from being a content based, we're gonna make a career to being more at peace mentally, being more educated on, you know, what's happening around me. Uh, I feel more intelligent. I'm reading books now. Um, I know more where I want to go career-wise, you know, uh, what I want to do, what I think's realistic, what I can work towards that can maybe one day be realistic. Um, I know who I want to be and what I want to do. And it, it, it makes, it makes everything feel better when you're not in this place of, I'm going to be stuck doing this shit job for 40 years. And these people are just going to continue taking advantage of me. And I'm not going to be able to do anything about it. And they they frame it like, Oh yeah, like we are doing you a favor with you even working here. So then you have that anxiety of like, well, am I doing a bad job? Like I, I'm, you know, I'm doing everything you want me to do, but you're saying these things that make you think that you might like, like trash my ass at any time. Um, but you know, I'm showing up and I'm a team player and I'm jumping on swords for everybody. So I don't know what to do. And this really, you know, not everything's so serious. And that's something that people fall into with the news and with just life in general is everybody you you hear bad because bad sells you hear like the bad news and the horrific things that happen and you're like wow the world is scary and everybody is dying every day but it's not like it's not and you know if if the job you're working for if you're giving it your all and it's not enough Maybe that's says something. Not every corporation is a great fucking corporation. You know, that's what I guess that's that's the main point is every every situation is its own situation and not everybody's treated the best. And I I do think there is a culture shift that needs to take place in the working working world. And I mean, there's a there's a fine line between and we're seeing it with Twitter and Elon Musk right now. It's there's a fine line between like you have to be here. You have to do like making work hell to where people don't even want to do it and just letting people do whatever they want just kind of freely um, because they have the same, you know, Twitter seemed like it was very loosely ran. Um, one of those millennial things, but it, it's just, there's a fine line to dance and I was just on the wrong side of that with my last job. So, so yeah, let's, uh, let's see. And, uh, and yeah, and, and with, with, uh, with these jobs, they kind of make you into like this. A lot of them are like these soulless zombie jobs. And I'm not saying that like, like, thank you all the people that do them because I don't have to do them. You, you don't realize how much work goes into little every little thing that you go to every day. And, like, you're just part of that cog and that system. 
Um, like for me, I was in logistics, so you don't realize the amount of work that goes into getting those toilet paper rolls to your, your grocery store every week or every day, because it's hell. <laughs> Thank God people are doing those jobs. Cause I'm sure there's other jobs that are worse or at the same level of annoying and bad and stupid, but you get in this, you get in this loop, this mental loop where it's like. I'm okay. I got to wake up at five so I can be at work at six. I go to work at six. I do the same, you know, wait, log in. Hey, how's you, how are, how's your day going? Or how you been, you know, living the dream. You go through that bullshit with everybody. When you walk in, you go and you get your cup of coffee, you sit down, you turn on your computer, you log in, you, uh, fire up all your, your pages that you need. You, uh, you, go through your emails. Me, I was getting over a hundred emails an hour and expected to know everything that was going on with everything there. Um, which you get used to, uh, after a certain amount of time doing a job, you get good at it. Uh, you would hope you get good at it, which makes it boring when it, when you're good at something with no new challenges, it gets boring. Um, now I, I don't think that like at, where I was, they were just changing the metrics that they were paying you by. So then you were like, wait, why am I getting paid this way now? I don't like, so then you would just have to get good at that metric. And then, boom, then you're back to, I mean, it's, and it's not, that's not a case of being bored. It's just, once you do a job for so many years, it gets boring. It's just how it is. Like, I'm sure there are jobs that don't get boring. The one I was doing got boring. So you get into this, just this routine of wake up and then, you know, you, you maybe eat your lunch at your, at your desk real quick at 11 and, and then you, um, go back to work and, and literally it's like, you've been there since 6am. It's now it's like 1115 and you just ate and you still got six hours to go. So it's just, it just drags on and on and on and on and on. And you're overworked, and then they're like, "Oh, why didn't you answer this email after hours?" And and then you're just, and then you get this. Just I want it to be Thursday. I want it to be Friday so that I can get to the end of the week. And the the company gives you free pizza or whatever on Friday. And you're like, "Oh, thank God they gave me pizza on Friday," because that really makes everything all better. And then you get to Friday, and you're like, "What are the plans?" You're hitting up all the boys. What are the plans? What are we doing? And sometimes people don't want to go out and most of the times people do and you go do the same shit and you go to the same fucking bars on the same street, you go to the bars and well, first you, after work, you go and you pregame, there's always one guy that wants to get drugs and you're like, no guy, like, let's just maybe take it chill. Like football's on tomorrow. And then you never take it. You start drinking. You don't take it chill because you just go harder and harder. People are ordering shots at the bar. You go to the same bars that you bar hop and you go and you're like, oh, let's go get laid. So you just you uh, you just start chatting it up with random random girls that you see at the bar. It, it never goes anywhere. You're never going to go anywhere with these girls. And you just it, it's just a loop. And then you, and then Saturday morning comes. You're hungover as fuck. Only one way to fix that more alcohol uh, you go, you get brunch, you get fucked up at brunch. Then you're like, kind of just football's on, but you don't really understand what's going on because you're just, you're partying with your boys. And I'm not gonna lie. Those days are fun. Those days are fun. I enjoy those days. Um, but like then, 
Then all of a sudden you party and then Sunday, Sunday fun day, time to get up again and start fucking drinking. And then, you know, you drink or you maybe you're like, oh, I'm too hungover. So you just lay in bed and watch Red Zone. And then that's and then you just sit there, lay there watching Red Zone. You didn't really do anything the whole weekend. And then you're just like, wow, I got to work Monday morning again. I got to be up at 6 a.m. tomorrow to go or 5 a.m. to be there at 6 to, you know, fucking do the thing again. And it's a loop. And the thought of doing that for 40 years, I don't know how it wouldn't make you be like, fuck, this is this is not good. Um, and I know people that like, I don't know if they like it or if they're too stupid to realize they're in it, but they fucking, they're just like, yep, this is it. And I don't think people realize how much that you only get like one shot at this. And when I say this, I mean like life, like living your life. You only get one shot at, you only get to be in your twenties one time. You're only 28 years old. One time you're only, you know, all this, you only get to do once. Now you can tell me all like the, all the religious. Oh, if you, oh, if, if you go to church every Sunday, you get to go to heaven and then you get, you live in eternity with all your loved ones and everything's perfect. And I like, maybe that's, this is cynicism, but logically that doesn't make sense. Logically, I wouldn't even want that because part of what makes life fun is like, you can't control everything. So there are obstacle, like if Michigan won every football game, like a hundred to zero and never was challenged and you just knew they were going to win the national championship every year. It, I wouldn't love football. The reason I love football is because there's, you know, there's a struggle. You have to overcome obstacles and hurdles. And that's what makes life fun is the overcoming of things. If, if you were just, I mean, winning the lottery would be great, but if you just had millions and millions of dollars and you were just finding every way to blow it, that, I mean, Tim, it would be fun to do that, obviously, and I wish that I would have won the Powerball, but also, like, you would need some kind of purpose to work towards. So, I don't... I kind of lost my train of thought there as to what I was saying. Um, the loop. So, yeah, you get stuck in this loop, and it's just... Oh, life. I was talking about life. Um, so, yeah, you don't... People don't understand that if you just make everything about work, everything about this is what I am and like don't have any passions of I want to do this or that, no matter how old you are, no matter if you're in your 30s, 40s, you don't have to be in your 20s to be like, I want to still do that. Obviously, the younger you are, the better and you know, the younger you are, the better chance you have. And if you're older and you, this has already passed you, you can't go back. And I'm sorry about that, but you can still work towards, I mean, maybe you wanted to learn the piano. You can still learn the piano at 50 years old. You can't, you don't have to say you're too old. And there's too much of this in modern society of ignorance is bliss. And, um, oh, I just don't want to know anything. And I just don't want to, you know, even try to attain anything. And I just want this, like, I'm just, I'm okay with this life. Because the truth is, no, you're not. You're lying to yourself. You want to have a nice, you want to do something that you like to do. Have you ever been, I always used to go to visit my grandpa before he died. 
in the nursing home. And when you go in the nursing home, it's just death. Like it's literally, you're just watching death approach these people life. Like they're not going out and really doing anything. You know, you, you're kind of just in this, like, it's like summer camp for death. It's just, you know, these people just in, in, I hope I don't get there. I hope something kills me before I get to this point. And I know that that's another thing that people just love is, is, Oh, I want to grow old and, and die in a bed Technically, yes, I'd love to die in a bed in my sleep, but I don't want to die like that. I mean, I want to die with some dignity. Um, but yeah, you go in these in these nursing homes and you look in these people's eyes. And I've read these articles of like they ask people in nursing homes like, "What's their biggest regret in life?" And it's and it's almost always like not going for it, not you know doing what I love, falling in the the same loop, focusing too much on a job I didn't care about and people now at my age in their twenties, I think probably hear things like that and they probably go, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That, yep. I don't want to regret that, but then they don't do anything about it or they think that they won't be that. They think that they, they can't picture themselves in that bed in that nursing home. And if you can just picture yourself in that bed in that nursing home, and it will happen if you do it correctly. <laughs> if you if you do this correctly, you will end up in that nursing home saying, wow, I wish I did this or I wish I did that. Or maybe you won't. Maybe you will lie to yourself and you'll say, wow, I'm, I'm so happy that I stayed in this same town and I, you know, put in, I'm happy I put in 60 hours a week to make, I made a good living and I had a house and I went to work every day and my boss said I did a good job and I had a wife and, you know, there was some rough parts and like maybe she might have cheated on me this one time, but I'm not 100% sure there's no proof. And we have kids and I mean, two of them are burnouts, so but we had four though and two of them did go to college and, um, and yeah, I, like I really just enjoy watching my kids divvy up my shit while I'm just laying in bed, you know, smiling at them and they're fighting over what they get. And, you know, this, this was, this was worth it. I, uh, I did, I did the same things. I made the same jokes. I said the same cliches and this is it. This is my life and I'm happy with it. And maybe that is you. It's just not me. And I don't think it's most people. And I think that once you realize that you don't know what happens next is when you will start to be like, I need to change something. Now, luckily I've had, you know, my dad's, my dad and my stepmom have helped me out a ton with, you know, I have a place to stay where I, while I get everything together and I at least have a plan going forward and I don't know if I'm going to make it. And I know that there's people that probably think I'm stupid for doing all these things kind of it's kind of considered crazy things that I'm doing I'm fucking you know just just going out on a whim putting out these stupid podcasts with just my thoughts on them um writing blogs and thinking that I'm gonna do something but like that's that's what I wanted that's what I like to do that's what I want to do I like making people laugh I like deep thinking I like 
You know, I like being right with my sports picks. Um, I, w- I mean, you know, why wouldn't you want to work at a company like Barstool and be in the content department where, you know, they're, they're having a good time every day and I'm, everything that you do is going to have hard parts, but that's just part of what it is to be alive, really. So, yeah, that's where I was at, was at with that. And it's just, if you have an opportunity, which everybody does, to do something that you actually want to do and something that you actually like, no matter how big and how stupid it may sound, if you don't go for it, you're doing yourself a disservice. And, you know, there, there is a chance that it never happens and you, and you end up at, you know, that job and maybe you can just make that job as bearable as you can and make, you know, limits with or, uh, boundaries, set boundaries with, with work. And, you know, it's not everybody's path to become a high up VP and make the stupid money that they make for, uh, you know, and then you're like, what do they even do? And unfortunately, that's just how it goes. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I will be that person one day, but um, but I'm at least going to try to do the other things that I want to do. Now, um, now that I'm way off track, um, um, where have I left? Situation. So yeah, so that's where I'm at now. Um, this is this this has been my origin story. Um, in the future, I'm looking. I'm gonna keep doing this. Thank you for listening to this. If you did, um, any support, I really appreciate. Any comments, notes, or anything, DMs you want to send to me. I'm I'm trying to improve every day, even though it might not seem like it to everybody on the outside. I'm trying to really hone in everything to be more, I don't want to say routine or cyclical because I, I mean, I'm trying to write new things every day, but yeah, I'm trying to become more consistent would be the word. I'm trying to become a more consistent at this and I'm trying to look for a new job and the holidays are coming up, even though I don't really give a fuck about the holidays. I can talk about that on a later episode. Uh, and yeah, so that's, I, I guess that's it for today. Um, yeah, it's just, stop paying attention to all this negative shit and be like, oh, this is, the world is bad. Everything's bad. It's all going to shit. And maybe it is, but control what you can control. Focus on where you want to go, what you can improve. Um, stop taking out your bad day on other people. And yeah, just uh, make it make make. If you're the main character of your movie, do you make it an exciting movie at least. You know, don't make it a a shitty straight to DVD $5 movie you find at a gas station. Um, and so that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to, at least maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's something. Uh, I've, I've been talking about that a lot and I'm going to move past that. And hopefully as we go down the line a little bit more, 
and get more episodes out. It'll be a little more topical than just uh, where I'm at in my life currently. <laughs> um, so obviously this doesn't appeal to a wide-ranging audience um, unless you are into kind of that more philosophical side of things, which I know a lot of people just, you know, it's, it's boring to them, which is fine. Uh, just maybe you need to open up and listen a little bit more. But, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow with a recap on what happened in the sporting world over the weekend. Michigan-Ohio State is on Saturday, and I am very nervous Uh Biggest game of the year, love two 11-0 teams for the second time in the history of this game. Uh, it's 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 making me nervous. I'm scared. Um, but the weather's looking good. So anyway, yeah, I'll talk more about that tomorrow with the sports. Um, make sure to make not only today but the rest of make every day exciting. Um, try and mix it up, try and think a little more, try and, um, you know, actively think like, you know, don't just zombie through every day because you're supposed to and make every day exciting in some way. Um, and I'm Kohler. This is the Kohler show. Have a good one.